Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the uh, Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast, episode 41, with uh, return guest on the show, my buddy, Trent Shepard, um, and we recorded this one in my in my uh, my new little setup at my place in the shed, so we can um, obviously hang out, relax a bit more in the comfy chairs, and get into some more story time style episode. Uh, yes, I really had heaps of fun recording this one with my buddy Trent. He's got some rad stories, and uh, you'll be able to hear all those in a minute. But before we get into it, I've just got some uh, upcoming dates for comedy. Um, as you may know, if you follow me on social media, the uh, next uh, boardwalk in Belconnen is the 27th. Uh, so that's Thursday, the 27th of May. Um, kicking off at 7.30. So head on down to check that one out. I'll also share the event on my um, social media, um, which you'll be able to find at Marky Worthington Comedy on Facebook and Instagram, and Marky Comedy on Twitter. Uh, Marky Comedy also on uh, TikTok, TikTok if you're into that, whatever. I even said it kind of weird, like a little jacked up, like I'm an old man just saying like Tip Top, <laughs> the bread company. Uh, but yeah, anyway, the next one is uh, Smith's Alternative on the 6th of January. Check me out there. Um, I'm going to apply for a spot. I might be able to get it if I'm lucky. Um, another one coming up is an open mic at the front, um, the cafe in um, in Lynham. Love that room, ran by a friend of the show, um, Chris Malton, on the 28th. So that's Friday the 28th of, uh, of May. And then we've got um, the... Next basement open mic, which is the 15th of June. So uh, the basement runs on the uh, third Tuesday of every month, and for June it falls on the 15th. So uh, yeah, they're the upcoming dates that uh, that are in the comedy scene for the next month. But uh, remember, if there's any other gigs coming up, um, I'll share them on my social media. You know, last minute gigs that I get or things that, that crop up around town check those out so as i mentioned before marky worthington comedy on facebook and instagram and marky comedy on twitter and tiktok um, and also my youtube channel which i highly recommend people watch this episode on youtube so if you're listening to the audio edition um sure go through and listen to it but if you want any particulars about like some of the stories because i have a few pictures and things like that in this one head over to my youtube channel and check it out at marky worthington comedy um that's on youtube i also do game streaming on that channel as well so it's a fun one to check out uh this one here is released a bit later um i was meant to release this one yesterday but i'm releasing it today because there's some audio sync issues that i had because i recorded this one in the shed uh there was some interference from when i was pulling up photos on my phone through the lav mic but i managed to fix all that up and uh, just release it a little bit later so yeah, anyway, got there in the fucking end, and um, yeah, this is a really fun episode, make sure you uh, listen right through it, and check it out on YouTube if you can, make sure you follow Trent, um, social media, I got all of the, uh, got his Instagram in the, in the, in the description, so uh, check that out, 
And uh, yeah, I'll see you around. Cheers for listening. I love it. I love that it's the Marky Worthington podcast with Marky Worthington. Got a uh, shed edition of the show. You haven't seen this area of the uh, of the setup before. Uh, it's a bit of a bit of a darker setup. It's uh, but all in all the in darkness. All in fucking um, all in good settings for the podcast. I got my buddy Trent. You've seen him on the show before. Trent, G'day, guys. cheers. Cheers, brother. Uh, so yeah, special uh, shed edition of the show, and uh, shed life. Yeah, that's it. Well, normally I do my remote ones at the basement, but um, I figured since I got a decent setup here and a bit of a uh, bit extra space, I'm all about the shed, baby. May as well kick back and do one in the shed instead of the the studio. Tip them. Yeah. Hmm. Alrighty, so um, yeah, you've been on the show before, we sort of ran through a couple of rad stories before, I've been doing a few more stories on the show, sort of at least telling one story for every comedian, sort of been saying a story or guest, Yeah. but I'm like, fuck man, all we really do when we catch up is tell stories, so we may as well fucking keep it going as a thing. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, or as like I say, if it ain't broke, fix it till it is. (laughs) <laughs> all right fair enough I've, works. <laughs> I've, I've worked in too many too many fucking straight edge jobs to to i've had to try and reword it so that it sounds slightly more slightly more fucking passive aggressive because that's apparently what people prefer yeah, but that, yeah that's that's not being a problem of mine <laughs> <laughs> well it's like that thing man like we said this before our best podcast was me picking you up to come here to do the show. We have to address that, get it out of the way, fucking out, off the bat. Unfortunately, we did an entire podcast before we fucking got here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we should have done, like, fucking our version of Comedians in Cars, <laughs> getting tinnies. Tell you what, though, I wasn't getting a fucking coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's that's our new fucking branding. Don't steal that fucking Jerry Seinfeld. Comedians no. in Cars, getting tinnies. Tipping tinnies. Tip and tennis, yeah. Tip yeah. them with Marky Worthington. <laughs> I finally found a name for my fucking podcast instead of my actual name. Like my parents named my podcast technically because they oh, named it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of your daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You're, Tip them. You're my fucking Canberra. You're the, the Canberra <laughs> dad, dude. That's how it happened, man. So for people that don't know, I met Trent when I first moved to Canberra. Um, walked into the bar, fucking 19-year-old kid, had me fucking RSA and me resume, and um, yeah, Trent was the bar manager at the time, um, and basically, I think we worked out at the last one, you got me my job, but then weren't my manager, wasn't my manager by the time I started my job, whatever the fuck happened, but it's one of those things, man, fucking, that's how I got to know you, um, and just from all my years at the bar, and going to gigs and all that fucking shit. That's how we got to got to be fucking hanging out and all that sort of stuff. All the gigs over the years and all the fucking yeah, all the fucking cool shit. Or just the dumb shit jokes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, not even that. Like, you more or less have been the same the whole time. But I've fucking grown to become the basement. Like, the, like the the basement shaped me to become who I am now. Yeah, you've evolved like a little animal coming up i'm the moss on the rock you just keep licking <laughs> <laughs> fuck that's gnarly 
Yeah, dude. But anyway, it's it's one of those fucking things where I'm fucking just... using that again, by the way. Yeah, you're the moss <laughs> on the rock. I'm the moss on the rock. Man, we um we've seen a few fair few rad gigs over the years. One of the things I think when I first when I first ever when I first ever met you, um, you know, the usual just add me on Facebook that kind of shit like all that stuff. And at the time, your profile picture was. The one of you doing the burnout on the bike. Now I'll show you the fucking picture just to just to jog your memory. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um after but for people that are watching the show, I'm gonna put it here. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be like yeah, yeah, this is the, the picture yeah, I'm talking about. So that'll be up there for people to see. Um but I remember just thinking like, oh yeah, this is the bar manager. Who's this fucking gnarly dude? Like how do I even know like how how where do I go from here? Like, <laughs> like I've, I've, I've never been in a situation where my boss or whatever has added me on Facebook and their profile picture is them doing a burnout on a fucking motorbike. Hopefully the first of many. I don't know. <laughs> do you reckon that'll ever... Uh, hopefully I'm a grown-up now. So it'll be the last of many. Probably not, but I... Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so... Digest that. All right, so you're seeing it here. So what that is, that is me and a bunch of my mates. I had just lost my license. (laughs) Statute of limitations? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, So I I just lost my license and I just bought this bike. And I thought, fuck it. I'm not going to be able to drive for a few months. So, it was a friend's birthday, and I've just got this bike. I, I swapped out a Harley Davidson that I had, and I got this. This is a Honda Shadow VT750. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went, fuck it, I'm going for one last ride. I'm not going to have a drink, though. I'll just ride over there, and then everything's going to be okay. And then I had a drink, didn't I? <laughs> And then I might have had another drink. And see all these people in the picture here? All yeah. the people in the picture in the here? Back, yeah. yeah. Not good influences. So, I don't know, just like, oh, and I'm going to ride around. Riding in thongs, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smart. Intelligent. Ah, <laughs> uh, like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm not going to be able to drive for a few months anyway. Might as well blow the tyre off this thing. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Oh, ah. Well, while I'm blowing the tyre off the thing, I may as well have a beer. Do it, do it, do it. Oh, by the way, we've got a double barrel beer bong. Do it, do it, do it. Okay. Do it, do it, do it. I don't know, man. There's just a whole scene missing. Yeah. <laughs> But it is very funny that when I put that up on Facebook, mm. people were like, oh my God, I can't believe you're riding a motorbike in thongs. Yeah. Like, look at everything that's happening in that fucking photo, people. Double barrel beer bong, no helmet, no nothing. Like, you ride a motorbike in thongs? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess that's the thing that we can concentrate it's on. Like you can choose one of the things. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe you... Oh, and the other thing too is, 
So just before that photo happened, because I was riding Harley before that, mm. on the way over, a fuse blew mm. and the dash died. You know, the, yeah. so you got this thing over yeah. So it's all My electronic. My bike's over there for anyone. That's oh, yeah, his bike's just over there. So they're all electronic. One fuse, you lose your entire oh, dash. Fuck, yeah. And I've rocked up to the party and gone, oh, shit, lost my dash on the way. And people started like, all right, let's get in the cars, let's go find the dash. Like, no, no, this is a Honda. I just mean the dash stopped working. Yeah. I don't mean it fell off the bike. <laughs> <laughs> because when I was riding the Harley, quite often we'd get to where we were going, like, no, I've got to go back. Something actually <laughs> literally <laughs> fell off the bike. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That actually reminds me, so, um, here I am, trying, like we were saying before, the only way I can relate to any of your fucking stories is tell you my old man's stories, right? So he said that he walked into the pub one time, and there was a bloke in the dunnies. He walks in there, doesn't sort of, you know the thing, you don't look at people, right? People, people that look at you. This is me time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here to do my business and get, go and get. He look glimpses over and there's this bloke. His fucking his face is just all fucking like one big gravel rash, right? <laughs> he just ignores it though. Comes out, he hadn't seen him before. He comes out into the main bar and after a couple more drinks, he's at the bar. What happened to you? And he goes, "Oh, I used to hate it when I was riding in a group, and the uh, fucking spark plug had blow in my fucking Honda Four. I was sick of replacing it." So I tried to replace it while I was still driving it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And as soon as uh, I pulled I can't the, imagine that going well for you, mate. As soon as I pulled the cap off, it stalled and fucking... <laughs> I skid along Locked the ground up. on my face. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, got it. Oh, got it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's his fucking story about it. It's funny, like, cars and bikes are so reliable nowadays that, look, I'm sure kids are still going to fuck up and find a way to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you will never understand the pure terror of riding along and then the engine locks up and then everything else locks up with it at the same time. Like, I don't know what to do about this. Yeah. Oh, I know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only option you have on a bike. I'll probably just quit that mic. Yeah. yeah. Nah. <laughs> That's for future me when I'm editing to get fucking worried about. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like tomorrow Mark's problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, light up. So in the shed we can smoke, so it doesn't doesn't fucking matter. Oh fucking yeah, obviously, mate. But um, what was I saying before? Um, oh, the one thing though, something before I fucking light that. In the background, so I was telling, we got a mutual friend, Bede. Shout out to Bede. Um, I sh- I was talking about having you on the show, and I was telling him that we're going to bring up this photo. And he goes, dude. He's in that photo. He's like, dude. And I'm going to zoom in on the thing. He's like, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good day. So, um, was that the same day with the Mustang bloke? Yes. Yeah, so what? what's the rest of the story? Alright. So this is after that. So we're all out the front having a laugh. And this dude rocks up. And he's he's rocked up with a baseball bat. 
all the all the fucking cigar connoisseurs were like, why are you using a lighter? Look, I paid 50 bucks for this. I'll do what I want with it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. oh, you need to use a match. <laughs> I also lit it like a fucking, like, fourth stage fucking emphysema patient. You, know, you ever seen... You ever seen them... Out the front of the, the hospital with the oxygen tank next to them? They've got to turn it off for a second while they have a cigarette. Now, I do have a tale about that. But we'll get back to that. So, yeah, anyway, old mate's rocked up. And so, yeah, it was us boys standing around the bike going, <laughs> what a fucking bunch of, bunch of rat cunts we are. Which we were, to be fair. And so, this is after the bike. Yep. So, after that burnout, we're standing around and, yeah, just comes charging into the middle of the crowd with a baseball bat. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And of course he comes straight to me because, I don't know, I guess I was the easiest looking target. <laughs> and, um, or he wanted to make an example. Yeah, all that. But uh, he comes in, hey, what's going on, mate? Um, his kid was riding a push bike earlier in the day and someone said something nasty to him. Just in the crowd. To this day, I genuinely don't believe it was us. And I hope it wasn't. Can't remember what was said. But, you know, fair enough. Old man's got a bit annoyed. And might have overreacted a bit. He's come rolling in hot. The baseball bat. And he started looking at me. I'm like, hey, hey, mate, it wasn't me. Fucking look at these boys. Uh, hey, boys, was it you? Did you boys say anything wrong? Yeah, and yeah. as soon as he turned around, of course, you silly duffer, you've thrown yourself in the middle of a crowd. You turn your back on someone. Someone that's paying attention is going to grab the baseball bat and go, yeah. <laughs> go, calm down. Oh, I'm not fucking calm down. Calm down, mate, calm down. <laughs> I'm not calm down. <laughs> Mate, your kid's right there. Uh, you're currently getting choked out. Can you please just I'm not going to beat you up in front of your kids. I don't, I don't want to bash you in front of your kids. Yeah, yeah. It's silly. It's silly. <clears throat> At some point, common sense kicks in. He goes, okay, I'm going to calm down. Go, okay, so we'll, we'll have a chat about this. Boys, did you do this? Did you do this? Hopefully, none of them did. But at the very least, none of them admitted to it. Mm. You go, all right, mate, I, I don't think any of us did this. By the way, I just noticed that your, your beer's tipped over. Can we get you another beer? <laughs> you rock up with a baseball bat and a beer. Yeah. What a unit. He was excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, mate, can we at least get you another beer? So, this go, is in the morning too, isn't it? Like, or like afternoon. Early afternoon. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, mate, can we get you another beer? Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll take another beer. And um, we go chatting about it. Meet the young fella, lovely young chap. Lovely old dude, too. Next thing you know, I know, we end up becoming best mates. We're drinking in his shed looking at his Mustang. I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> I sit there and go, Bro, you attacked me with a baseball bat. Now we're checking out your Mustang. What the fuck's going on here? I probably need to go to another burnout on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> the most bloody day. A victory day burnout. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was a funny day, man. Fuck, dude. Good day. Yeah, nah, it's funny how like 
everything will happen all in one day and then you might have five nights where it's just nothing like it's just a standard fucking piss up with no stories or just literally nothing happens mm. you know like you, you'll sit at home drinking milk and watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine mm. for a month straight and then you're your shit like ah oh, good I've got like eight things to be at tonight mm. where were you the last month mm. why couldn't you have fucking something or other Sally's fucking birthday on last week yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've been there man there's um oh and the older you get the more you're gonna keep going there yeah yeah so when you're a young fella man it's fucking it's always something going on and also you're always keen to do something yeah nowadays you're like man i like my house i like my shadow i like my podcast i don't really want to leave that much mm. yeah so like behind the camera right now is an old fucking fat tv i do like your tv mate yeah it's an old fucking <laughs> it makes me feel like i'm a young chap of 32 again smoking inside <laughs> watching a fat tv you know yeah boy <laughs> fucking but that's one of those things man like i'll sit here watching horror movies on that tv out in this shed smoking a fucking cigar and hanging out and I'll be like, dude, I f- look like everyone's parent that I went to their house when I was a kid. Why don't your hair starts going great, Kevin? Dude, <laughs> like, the amount of times when I was a kid, you'd go to someone's place, you'd walk in, you're like, oh, yeah, there's me old man, he's sitting there fucking watching TV, just doing literally exactly this. And you'd just be like, you go over there, hey, Norman, how you going? How, hey, Mr. fucking Smith or whatever. And he'd be like, you boys go play it outside, make too much of a racket. Yeah. Yeah, you boys don't make any any noise. Fucking V8 supercars is on. <laughs> I'm watching the bunnies. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got money on the game. Shut up. <laughs> Nothing spruces up a game like throwing a little cash on it. So you're a gambler? Nah. <laughs> so I just started no, getting so into I, it. I've done a couple. I've put a little heat on some stuff before, yeah. but it it's literally just because I'm like, well, I'm going to be at someone's place watching this game. I may as well put a give myself some investment into it. But like they say, only bet what you can afford. So I only bet what I assume I'm going to lose, and nine times out of ten, I'm right. I do lose, but on that tenth time, you're like. Cha-ching. Mm. <laughs> What's the best win you've ever had? You got any fucking win stories? The best win I ever had was an accidental win. Mm. I've had bigger wins, but the best win I ever had was when I was an apprentice mechanic working at Kmart Auto and Tuggeranong. Mm. And I went to... Shout out. If you just want to sponsor the show, boys, hit us up. <laughs> Kmart, come at us. Seems unlikely. <laughs> yeah, so I was working there and I well, went they've to... they've dressed you, so may as well fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Bit, bit of tache. Yeah, yeah, just, just a bit, bit of extra. <laughs> um, yeah, best one over at... I went to... Yeah, PJ Rollies in Tuggeranong and they had an old school cardi. Now, this will be before your time. So it was like a poker machine before pokies. Yeah, right. And you'd like it just dealt you a poker hand. Mm. So you get the five cards. I had never gambled before in my life, even though I started drinking young. Like gambling was never my thing. So I've gone to use this thing, like, ah, this will be a bit of fun, give it a go. 
put 10 bucks in it, went to do a $1 bet, accidentally did a $10 bet. Fucking what year was this? Very early 2000s. Mm. So a $10 bet would have been a lot more than what a $10 bet As is now. As an apprentice. Yeah. $10 was half a day's wages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, so I've put the 10 bucks in, went to do a $1 bet, accidentally did a $10 bet. I think I got, I can't remember if I got two pair or three of a kind, but it was like, it was a weak hand. But because I'd accidentally done a $10 bet, it paid out like 87 bucks. Mm. Now bear in mind, this is at a time where you could very easily find $2 drinks. Mm. 87 bucks got me Spanked yeah. that night. Yeah, fuck. Dude, so my um my pokey win story would be not it's not even like I didn't even put the money in. So what happened was Well you didn't have to win then. No. <laughs> this is the story how gyps are now they win. You got me. So anyway, somehow it turns someone else's win into my win. <laughs> No, so what happens is we, we go, buddy of mine and I, we go down to the club. I think he just, I turned 18 in March, whereas his birthday wasn't till fucking November, but he was my best mate. He's been on the show before, Jack Jack Taylor, shout out. So shout he, out. Yeah, he, he actually listens, so um, he might be mad that um, <laughs> I told it without him. Blow, nah. Blowing up his spot. No, it's actually good. He'll be able to come back and tell his side. So what happens is, we go down the... He, he just turned 18. And I was moving up to Canberra soon. So, it was just down the south coast. So, we go to the club. This cunt just wants to get going out. Anyway, so... um, And we're both in... We just finished high school. Like, we were just about to finish high school. So, we've had fuck all money or anything like that. Get down to the club. We're fucking 10 bucks each. Expecting to have a beer and a game of pool, like th- best of three game of pool. So a beer's a five, pool's two bucks. Fucking had a beer each. We play the first game, second game, fucking don't need a third game. All right, we got a dollar each. Let's chuck a dollar each in the pokies. I did one dollar hits. No, I chuck my fucking dollar in there, and I did five cent hits. Fucking, and I'm burning through it. And I'm down to like my last 25 cents. And I look over and he's doing five five cent hits as well. Only his is going up and he's in like some feature thing. And it's fucking starts going off its tits and the money starts going up. And I look over and he's got 120 bucks in there. Five cent hits? Yeah, fuck all. Jesus, alright. So... I we we go oh, all right well, we don't know how to fucking do it it's the first time we've ever played the pokies before so he goes he calls the bloke over bloke cashes it out and he's like gee you boys want to put it behind the bar and we're like no <laughs> we grab the fucking 120 bucks or whatever we go down to the bottle and we get three long necks each and we go to the fucking on the way back we get two five dollar cigars man and we're like, let's just fuck. And we're 18-year-old kids, man. We got our fucking cigars. We're drinking our fucking long necks. We're walking back to his place. Just want to go back and play fucking Xbox for the rest of the night and do this shit, right? As we're walking home, 
his brother just got married, was living down the road, and his brother goes, he, he goes, oh, because, you know, he's, he's on the, he's having a bit of a buzz, he goes, let's drop in and see me fucking brother, man, I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen him since the fucking Bucks party, let's go in, so we go in, man, and the shed door's open, and he's like, just sweeping the shed out, it's like, you know, about fucking nine o'clock on a Friday night. And he's yeah. just kind of setting the shed up. He's putting a couch in there and shit. And we're like, what are you going? What are you doing, man? He's like, oh, I'm just fucking setting up the man cave. I said, oh, yeah. I said, you uh, want to fucking have a beer with us? He goes, yeah, fuck. We've got heaps of booze left over from the wedding. Fucking sit down. So we sit down. We're sitting in the chair there. We light our fucking cigars. And uh, his brother goes, oh, actually, I got a cigar from the wedding as well. So we're all sitting around smoking fucking cigars, drinking our fucking long necks and uh, enjoying the rest of the night, dude. We finished our long necks there. And then we, um, I'll show you the photo, actually. But we finished the long necks there. And then we went back to, well, finished a couple of his booze. Had some, I think he had, like, some weird, he had a whole bunch of, like, expensive booze he was giving us, like, on the rocks just to try. Yeah, like, yeah. All this, like, someone buys him, like, oh, happy wedding, fucking here's, like, a $140 bottle or something or $300 bottle of scotch or whatever. And yeah, if, um, if, if you get married, I'm getting you a $37 bottle or something. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you'll <laughs> enjoy it, too. <laughs> yep. Because after you've drank all the $120, $300 shit, you're going to need to relax and drink something else. Back to VB10s. Man. So, um, yeah, show you. So, yeah, I'll put this photo up here as well. People that watch the show may have seen it before um, because it come up in a previous previous thing. But, um, but yeah, basically, we're sitting there and I just go to me, I go to me, mate, I'm like, oi. I say, I say to me, mate's brother, I'm like, oi. For some reason, I knew that this would be a story that I remembered when I was older and I had the foresight to say, get a photo. Nice. Of this one, and also after a couple of fucking drinks, you're like, "Hey, let's get fucking photos no. and shit." And those photos <laughs> always just end up on your phone and die, like you ne they never see the light of day again. But occasionally you get one that's gold. Yeah, I just took one. There you go. So there's you might remember me from then, but there's 19 year old, me, 18 year old me and me. Spiky Mark. Yeah, I forgot about Spiky Mark. Yeah, there so we go. Both sitting in the fucking shed, smoking uh, our fucking cigars. Living that fucking life, brother. Yeah. Living that fucking life. Yeah, so that's photos up there for everyone <laughs> to see. But um, yeah, Spiky Mark. Remember that fucking go. See, that's one thing that. I always had a passion for metal music and all that sort of shit, but when you're around other people that like that type of music, it really brings out the the genre. Well, I mean, obviously, metal music is our central thing, and, and comedy as well. And that's, that's the thing that we've bonded over. Hmm. But just having that thing, it really makes it easy to feel comfortable in your own space. And once you're comfortable within your own skin, that really helps bring you out. Yeah. Because you know? you're around but, other people that are that are like you. They're, they're wanting to be comfortable around. Like, you're all just waiting to make the first move, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. It's like we were talking about uh, that comedy show that you did. Mm. 
Like it, it just needed that. So. Uh, uh, I, I caught up with Mark two weeks ago, one week ago, at a burlesque show, and he was doing comedy at this burlesque show, and the thing of it is, I was at the early show, and there was going to be a later show, and the problem was that everyone it was a bit too early. Everyone was a bit too Seven sober. Seven o'clock show. No yeah. one was willing to be the first one to go <laughs> mm. or the first one to go woo yeah go you do your thing I remember being at that early show and going man the next one's gonna fucking slay yeah the next one's gonna fucking slay because your shit was killing but I also was too sober and felt I started off sitting in the front row mm. and took myself to the bar yeah. and sat behind the bar because I'm like yeah I'm not comfortable being the front row guy <laughs> at this time of night yeah, and sober yeah. like, I felt like I'm, I'm too big and I'm, I'm blocking the view from everyone you're trying to and get I'm the crowd trying to slump down in the seat and I'm like ah, fuck this I'm just going to the bar you think the rest <laughs> of the crowd just reckons you look like Dickie Knee <laughs> <laughs> yes but not that funny <laughs> there you go there's a reference for you old cunts <laughs> Fuck yeah, uh, no. Ooh, bringing in the old dogs here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, except for Dickie Nelly's, Dickie Nelly's beloved. Mm. And I reckon the rest of the crowd was like, uh, can this old cunt just fuck off, please? <laughs> Dude, I've been the one that... I've had people thought that the performer was my missus because of how wild I was going when, I was, when they were on the stage. Like, I th they thought I was just the supportive boyfriend. Yeah. Because I look like most burlesque chicks' boyfriends. Like, the... the, the I was going to say, so I look like most burlesque chicks. Pause. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> well, I'm pretty open-minded, but I would not go to that burlesque show. <laughs> you wouldn't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing, man. Like, I... Um, I haven't addressed that on stage. Like, the first thing you want to say when I'm coming up on stage at a burlesque show is, I'm just the comedian. Don't worry, I'm not fucking one of the burlesque performers. Because <laughs> you don't want people to think that you're the piss break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you ever... I call them the piss break. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the, the shit show. Yeah, you know, someone like, would just we, think we, that... We give you permission to walk out on I was going to be the piss break yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing. <laughs> It's like, um, Stan, I've seen Doug Stanhope live and I've seen a few of his live recordings and he says the same thing with all of them. He's like, before I start, make friends with the person sitting next to you so you don't need to do it when you decide you need to pee. <laughs> <laughs> do it now before... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's that, like, that, that's just Stanhope being a genius. Though. He's fucking clever, like... Um, we meant we I covered it in the last one, but yeah, he's a fucking like I had a because I got the VCR. I got I did a Doug Stanhope viewing party at my old place. He put out a special that was only on VHS, and it was all the leftover material. And, that, and that's why you have a fucking nineteen eighty three TV, yeah, and a videotape player. Yeah, yeah, literally for that. And then I I don't really get yeah, on. That's why I, I'm not a fucking. Um, like Benji Bourne fucking like VHS collector because he 
Shout out to Benji, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Benji. He's fu- a sick cunt. He's got a fucking massive um, collection. And Rego. Yeah, and Rego them, as well, yeah. yeah. Like, dude, I just don't have it in me. It's same with vinyls, man. Like, I'll have a couple because, you know, some bands put it out on vinyl only. And certain bands, I think, I'm not too much of a snob. Anyway, sorry, I distracted you. Oh no no! I'll get into. I'll get back into. I've been distracted by other people before. <laughs> <laughs> I've played off his wedding. Yeah. Before. <laughs> in fact, I'm probably my own biggest distraction, and I have to live with me. But, I, <laughs> but I fucking um. Now where was I? No, so I <laughs> <laughs> this is what we needed. <laughs> well, don't clip. Don't clip. Yeah, yeah. Fucker, don't clip. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, uh, I was thinking to myself, don't worry, I won't make Trent laugh as much. <laughs> well, Fuck. guess what? You're wrong. <laughs> so, certain bands like Witch Skull mm. put out a great sound on LP, but that's because the people are yeah, in it. Okay, when yeah. I interviewed them with Metalheads, they explained it because they went to Jason Fuller at Goat Sound in Melbourne. Also, they're 93 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just their beards, do, man. <laughs> um, they, because a lot of their sound is from that era, or their, their, yeah. their influences are from that era, then their sound is good on, on vinyl. So I, I buy their albums on vinyl. Um, but I'm, trying, I'm not too much of a snob with all that sort of shit. As much as I look like I should be a fucking JB Hi-Fi motherfucker... <laughs> How dare you, madam? How dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you, like, you know, unless you have the, unless some people are like, even like, oh, unless it's one of the like 180 gram LPs, it's not good. So I don't give a fuck about any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Witch Skull is a great example because they are fucking awesome at what they do. And they're very well respected for what they do. But they're never going to pay their rent off what they do. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're never going to get over to the point where they're making real money off this. So all, this right, sounds... all, all of our recordings have to be something that I'm happy to show my grandkids. Not that you like your grandkids witch gold yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying fuck them but yeah like, look, <laughs> they're hearing witch so, so here's the thing we're never gonna get over I'm, I'm never gonna make a living off my music so record what I want and record it the way I want and have it put out there the way that I want it to be heard and if you don't like it yeah stepping dickhead yeah true enjoy it for what it is, and not what you want, so what someone else wants it to be. Yeah, exactly. My favourite brand, brands, bands in Canberra are never going to go anywhere, but they're still very, very, very talented musicians that are going to keep putting out fucking awesome music that's going to be heard by a very select group of people. Yeah. So if you know that your music is only going to be heard by a select group of people, do it the way you want it. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, um, this is the other thing in Canberra. A lot of the very fucking talented people in Canberra have jobs that pay them good money. Yeah. So it's so hard 
to decide I'm going to ditch that for my fucking music career. It's like Dean Delray is one of my um, top ten favorite comedians. He opens for Bill Burr a lot, and like he's part oh, of yeah, he's part yeah. of that crew. Nah, no, so he's got a rad story. Basically, um, he he started life as a musician. Cheers, guys. Started his he wanted to always wanted to be a musician. He had a couple. He was good at sales. He used to sell Harley's and that sort of shit as as a salesman. He loves his fucking Harley's. He actually sold the bikes to the crew for Sons of Anarchy because he was in El Cajon Harley in LA. Eh, it seems like a lie, but okay, we can go <laughs> along with that. He sold the first bike, um, and eh, the- it seems like a lie. <laughs> that was definitely a production. No, so apparently, anyway, yeah, no, so apparently, happy they, to be proven wrong. Yeah, no, so apparently they came in and they were like, "Look, we've got this thing starting up. We want a few bikes for this show we're doing. Our budget's twenty grand." They're like, "Well, we can give you one bike." Like, and so what they did is they got their one bike, and then they said when they cast the rest of the crew, you had to bring your own bike if you wanted to be considered for the role. So the rest were, they had to bring their own. So, that, yeah, he, he worked at that place. Anyway, he fucking, um, he, he started as a musician and then he didn't get into comedy until he was like fucking 45. And oh, so I still have a chance. Yeah. I've still got a couple of years. Yeah, still got years, dude. <laughs> and he's still doing it 55. He's been doing it for 10 years before he's finally got to the point where he's sort of got a following and he's making money off it. Yeah. But he said... Exactly what I was just saying before. Nothing will make someone fucking give up on their dreams like a job paying sixty five grand a year. Yeah. That was the thing. So I won't mention names just because I don't know who's watching this. But I remember talking I to someone. I do. Not many. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. Um, but someone from Canberra was starting to get a bit of notice and starting to get some offers but they were smart enough they crunched the numbers and everyone in that band was a public servant earning decent money pretty fucking good money yeah like yeah, you're hovering around $100,000 a year, Mark, mm. which sounds ridiculous saying pretty decent money. But in Canberra, that's pretty decent money. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere else in Australia, that's fucking, oh, make bank fucking. Yeah, no. yeah. But in Canberra. You're the fucking. Yeah. Pretty decent money. Unless you're but, working but, in the mines. But so literally pretty... everyone in the band was making that sort of coin. And they crunched the numbers. <laughs> Do you know... Like what we need, we need to do like one point five million dollars a year, just in album sales to match the money that we're already making. Mm. So how do you get people to leave a job, yeah. making this sort of money to go? Oh, I hope I get something good in the green room on the rider. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> well. At some point, there's Because having run the basement for quite a while, let me tell you how a rider goes. We want this, 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 and this. No, 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 no. Here's a bottle of Jack Daniels. Mm. If you sell it out. I mean... It, nah, it's not even sold ba- Basement's out. a bit different. 
Because it was a door deal. If you sell it, you're going to make good money. But it's not going directly into your pocket. It's going into the touring agent's pocket. Basement never actually took a dime off the door mm. in the time that I was working there. Sound guy got paid. Door person got paid. There's 400 bucks out of your pocket. Mm. Now, if you can sell out a... I think at the time I was working there, it was a 600 cap venue. Mm. Now, if you can sell that at 25 bucks a ticket, a lot of fucking money coming your way. But the touring people are taking their chunk, your manager's taking their chunk, mm. your fucking merch person's taking their chunk. It is, is what it is. Yeah. Fuck, I tell you what, man... After all the years I've worked there, people always, when they hear that I used to, that I work at the basement, they're like, have you had any crazy stories? And most of the time I'm like, to be fair, man, not really. Like, it's pretty chill. I've never, like. It's got a crazy reputation, but it's actually chill as fuck. I've not had any, any issues there. Like, I've never had any sort of crazy shit. You um, I can edit this out if we need to. But you, do you remember the 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 top, the let's just let's just change it to a uh, somebody wearing a fucking nightgown coming to pick up their rowdy son from a night on the booze. Yes. Without naming names, do you do you remember that story? Yes, I do. So I'll tell it from my edited perspective. Basically, a bloke gets kicked out of the bath in Scallywag. And he says... He wasn't very nice. No. He got kicked out for what you get kicked out before. And he goes, oh, the boys are coming. And we're like, oh, shit. Might need to take this a little bit more seriously. Because we don't know who he means by the boys, right? So everyone's, like, on edge. What the fuck's about to happen? Who's coming? How's this going to go? So everyone's out the front waiting for something to kick off. Everyone that knew about it. Well, everyone that you and I being smart about it went, all right, let's gather up all the locals that we can get and let's give a show of force. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I've been punched in the face. I don't really like it. It's not fun. (laughs) It's not a good time. And especially... And if you can avoid a fight, do whatever you can to avoid a fight. And I feel like boys in sort of like implies multiple. (laughs) So at a minimal, there's two. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it is a plural. (laughs) So everyone's sort of hanging out, waiting to see what's going to happen and... It's getting late in the night. It's, I think it's around winter. It's and, cold, yeah. And just out of the fucking fog. It's <laughs> <laughs> going through gloriously. His mum. Dude, if it... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so if it could have... If, if it was a western, it would have been someone riding on horseback. <laughs> But instead, it was his mum in like a. You, you're better with Fords. What year was the was the Falcon wagon that rolled uh, up? There? Wasn't a good one. Yeah, it was, was, wasn't old enough. It didn't to be win good. Bathurst. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a. I think it was a dirty old AU. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love me a dirty old AU. Yeah. But it wasn't a good. 
Yeah, it, she was a dirty old AU driver too. <laughs> <laughs> See what this is all about. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, so... Now, she gets out and she'd been called away from... Oh, the Saigo brother. Yeah. So, not yeah. only her, because she'd been called away from a deep slumber by the look of it, but uh, also... That's just how I lived my life at the time. <laughs> that's how I was, it looked. Pulls up in a fucking nighty, <laughs> just like Tyler Durden in fucking <laughs> Fight Club. Yeah. Starts marching across the road. So we found out now the boys is his mum and his brother. <laughs> Y2B. You're the boys. And, and mum. And I'm standing, I'm, I'm taking the fucking, the back road on this one. Because there's about six other cunts at least that are over six foot. I'm 5'7". I know my fucking battles. I'm the dude that calls the cops if one of them pulls a knife out. <laughs> that's That's what I'm here for. You're a valid human being. Thank yep. you. <laughs> like I've died, dialed double O just in case. <laughs> Don't make I've got, me. I've got, I've got O ready to go. I've got O ready to go, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't make me fucking do it. <laughs> Brother storms across the road. Mum in front. Mum's going. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. You know, let him. Let it. Why you have to he's be so good, mean? He's a good boy. Yeah, he's... yeah. He's a good boy, dude. I don't know whether it was him or his brother has just come in hot. His brother came in hot. His brother comes in hot. I'm standing behind you and from the back, all I see is you're going, oi, oi, no, 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 get back in your AU and fuck off or whatever. As he's come in, your hands have gone from this to that, like just in case it was going to be one. And as he's fucking swinged like that you pulled your head back and he just clipped yeah. the edgy, just clipped your beard it was the same length as it is now as he's clipped the beard I don't know if you remember the exact words but I'm standing there and I hear you go you just punched my beard cunt really? <laughs> no shit <laughs> oh yeah it's coming back to me it's coming back to you dude that's the fucking highlight of the night you just punched my beard, cunt. And at that point, they realised they done gone fucked up. They all hopped in their fucking AU wagon and fucked off. No, no, no. There was more to it than that. They were going, oh, you just punched my beard, cunt. Probably not that chill. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, do you remember someone else jumped in? Yeah. Yeah, so that was the, that was the oh, second Are we naming names? No, nah, I can't. No. So, someone else jumps in. Now, I'll... I'll Old mate, because I remember this yeah, part yeah, now you yeah. mention it. Old mate rocks up and he's fucking had enough of it. Mm. And when this bloke's had enough like, of I've it, had enough. When this bloke's had enough of it, he puts on a fucking British accent. It's like he's watched too much really? fucking. Yeah, dude. I remember hearing this. You're just, fucking cunt. No, no. It was just <laughs> like, oh, I get back in your car. Like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is. Now, I don't know if you can fill in the blanks on this, but he rocks up in a full fucking horse riding stance, like his balls are out, ready to rock, because he wants to fucking show show some power. Yeah. Do you remember what... Oh, shit. <laughs> Do you remember what old mate's brother does to someone that's presenting their balls? Kicking the nuts? Yeah. <laughs> Mad not to. 
<laughs> I would. That was when they all pulled back into their fucking AU and fucked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So it was just one of those moments of excitement. And I I even said to you, I've had about five adrenaline rushes because there was just no like point. It got so close to kicking off so many times and then just never fucking. Isn't that kind of the worst, though? Well, I mean, if it. When, when, when you get that fight or flight. If nothing, and then nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. And then we're all just walking around like just jittery, like, oh, I got so much adrenaline going through me and nothing coming about from it. So every- I know how to fix this. Let's drink 4,000 Jager bombs. Yeah. And be rad. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing is, as they're driving off, you're a Ford man. Not, not a lot are in Australia. Not as many as, as Holden's, right? Not enough. Not enough. As they're driving off, Someone just go one of the one of the the boys is out the front. The actual boys goes, "Fucking, they're driving a Ford too." And you're like, "Don't you start, cunt!" I've had enough. Don't you fucking start. <laughs> I knew. I knew at some point in this podcast, I would tell you something about yourself that you forgot. <sighs> there we go. I forget everything about myself, which is actually kind of funny. I feel like I'm fucking Bert Newton. This is your life. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I don't. <laughs> is it, is it, was that Bert Newton? Uh, yeah, it's so funny because... Uh, being a bit of a scallywag. And also being a piss rack. And just so many things going on all the time. If you see someone twice a year... For me, that's just a Saturday. Yeah. For them, that's the most exciting shit that's ever happened to them. Yeah, yeah. They're like, do you remember this? Like, no. Yeah, literally me. Like, <laughs> like, literally what I just did then and recorded it and put it out on my own social media platform. <laughs> hey. Well, um, maybe I'll get to watch this one back and have some memories. <laughs> if you ever need to think about it, just watch it back. <laughs> All right, there's one more fucking story, which I reckon. No, oh, fuck, here we go. This one, I don't... This is just one you've told me, and I'm like, I fucking need to hear that one. All right. Tell us the story about you, when you got your neck tattoos. That's the story. <laughs> so you just leaving it there? I'll, I'll just pick up where you left off? Yeah, I don't know enough to lead you into it, so I've just done the shitty MC job where I'm just like, all right, this next comedian is fucking Trent Shepard. <laughs> like, without, like, you can see yeah. him on fucking Hey Hey, it's Saturday. You can catch him down at, call back to Dickie Nick. Um, <laughs> no, I've just, done, I've just done the dump on the crowd, so. Uh, so, uh, look, I can't turn around and show you this neck tattoo, but believe me, there's a... So, I'm down in Melbourne, catching up with a friend of mine. I was actually, I was actually down there for a show. But anyway, catching up with a friend of mine. And we've gone to this... Zimperan. It's like this wanky, rich suburb in Melbourne. Before they all were. Could, can I name business names and all that sort of thing? No, I don't give a fuck about all right, that. So, Alright, so... I, so, I don't think they're going to care if you mention Maccas once, mate. Yeah, it's definitely not Maccas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, down there, I'm all cashed up, 
fucking slinging cash like it's fucking, yeah, like dick. I'm allergic to it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Slinging <laughs> cash like it. as like it's dick, <laughs> except that I have it and people want it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah slinging cash like I'm allergic to it. And, yeah, so we go to this... Uh, and by nine, it's not a five and four ones. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to this... Uh, you got a different nine mil. This, this cafe in Thran called Vodka, Borscht and Tears. Blankiest fucking shit ever. But I... Sounds like it's trying to be French or something. Yeah, something. Russian, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. And so, yeah. So we're there, and I just started working at the basement. So it's like I'm new enough to hospitality that I'm all excited about it. You still, and any time I meet another bar manager, I'm like, oh, "You're a bar manager. I'm a bar manager. Let's be best friends." Mm. Yeah, you've, you've been there when you started. Let's working. talk about cub together. Yeah, 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 let's talk about things. And so this place is. So their specialty is um, what's that fucking green fairy stuff? Absinthe. Absinthe. So their specialty is absinthe. As a bartender, I know that. <laughs> no. As so a bartender at the basement, you'd never know that, mostly. Yeah. No. Re- really not basement thing. More about... Um, the molly or something. bombs and regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Yeah, absinthe. I think we got some, like, some chicken wings to share or something like that. Coffees. And I'm like, oh... So you're an absinthe bar. Hey, I'm a, I'm a bar manager as well. Hey, man, you want to be best friends because we're both bar managers? Worked out well because we got chatting. He's like, oh, yeah, so... Um, oh, and that's what I said because Reggae mm. had just told me about how he was doing some absinthe stuff with the Wormwood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that sounds interesting. Got chatting and this guy's like, yeah, yeah, so we get our absinthe made by a um, chemist in Sydney. Chemist, you say. Okay, so if I was to order a cocktail with absinthe made of the good stuff, how would that happen? He goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about and this could never happen. Okay, sir, I will take this money out of my pocket and I will leave it on the bar. If a cocktail made out of the good stuff happens to come our way, it is what it is. If not, I will take a VB and the change. I'm just going to walk out the front (laughs) and hang out with my friend and it will be what it be. (laughs) Such a gentleman. Sitting there, sitting there, drinking. Oh, and also because it's Fran, it's all wanky and stuff. I'm drinking a long neck of VB in a main street in Melbourne because they think it's delightful. I'm like, fuck, I'm not having a bad time, mate. Oop, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm not having a bad time, mate. And then he comes out with this little martini glass with all this fucking curly shit in it. Curly shit? Yeah. Like a, like, yeah, I the, think the, the mic just pull, like just needs to go pointed towards. Yeah, that's all good. There we go. Um, yeah, so he brings us out. Oh, there we go. 
so if we did a cocktail with the good stuff, this would be it, and it would be called, uh, what's his name? Old mate from Rolling Stones? Keith? Uh, Keith Richards. Yeah. So if we did a good one, this would be it, and it would be called a Keith Richards. Delightful, sir. Thank you. Mm. Mm. It tastes like grass clippings. Yeah. It tasted fucking rank. But it was, it was a tiny little cocktail, and me and my mate shared it. Now, having said that, she probably had two sips, and I did the rest. And then we just floated around Melbourne <laughs> for the rest of the day. Scene missing, find ourselves in St Kilda, getting our necks tattooed. <laughs> so to this day, she has Ramstein lyrics tattooed on the back of her neck, and I've got this fucking thing going on. Just a gnarly fucking skull. Did you get the the date on the back as well at the same time, or was that a later thing? No, that's that's the thing. So I already had, already had established. You're gonna have to cut this in. So I already had established 1979 tattooed on the back of my neck, but that was a sketch ass home job. And I don't. No one wants a sketch ass home job. As their only neck tattoo. <laughs> only neck tattoo. So, uh, so can we incorporate this somehow? Because I didn't want to cover it up. Mm. I just wanted to incorporate it and make it look less prison. Mm. That'd be nice. Dude, I, <laughs> I remember when I first started at the bar, whenever it was your birthday bash, I'd always, without low-key asking you how old you were, just catch a glimpse at <laughs> the back of your neck. <laughs> This is 1979. Okay, so is this old? Until the year that you were like, dude, I'm 36. I'm as old as fucking Homer Simpson. And, oh. then, I, and then I would just remember how many years it was since you said that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'll play that. Mm. Now, let me tell you about the night that I got my neck tattooed the first time round, and how we played Norse and Crosses on the sole of my mate's foot. <laughs> I'm not editing shit. Their stories are going one after the other. It would just look weird if my cigars less burnt at the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the clock in that Simpsons thing. <laughs> Spinning back and forth. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> yeah, sweet, sweet can. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> the night that the initial tattoo happened, so my mate's 30th, and I was, I can't remember what had happened, but I was just broke as fuck that week and had no money. So it was a bunch of us chipping in, and we got him a tattoo kit for his birthday. Yeah. And kit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah a, like an eBay yeah. kit. And uh, I'm going, hey, I got no money, I didn't buy the kit, but I'll tell you what I'll do you for your birthday. You get to give me the first tattoo ever. 
He's just done this. Was that actually around. your first tattoo ever? No, it was his first oh, tattoo yeah. ever. Not my first tattoo. It was his first tattoo ever. I was going to say, that's And, and of course, I've gone, oh, definitely do it directly on my neck. Everything seemed like a good idea at the time. I think I was still doing drugs at the time. I was definitely doing drugs at the time. <laughs> um, so that's happened. And then rather than everyone else going, that looks stupid. Let's not get tattooed. Everyone goes, let's get tattooed. And That's yeah, a lit again, party. Scene missing. My mate Grumpy has got his foot hanging out, and me and Lucas are playing noughts and crosses on his foot oh. with a tattoo gun. Oh. <laughs> Tattooed the whole thing on his foot, and then passing the tattoo gun from one to each Fuck. other. And Lucas was that spanked that I actually won the game. When was the last time someone won a game of Norts and Crosses? Yeah, yeah. You always just cancel each other out. Yeah, yeah. No. So I did that. Still, then, if for a tattoo, you want someone to win, right? Like, you don't want to spend fucking Norts and Crosses thing on. You want to see an obvious winner on there. Oh, Grumpy didn't know what was going on. It's the bottom of his foot. He can't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I won the game. And I'm going, all right, I'm so excited about this. I'm going to sign it. So I signed his foot. He's like, yeah, won the game. And then Lucas went, ah, fuck you, I'm going to sign it too. Now, here's the thing. Most of the tattoo happened on the bottom of his foot. But I signed his instep where it doesn't wear out. So that motherfucker still has my signature on the, on bottom, the bottom of, of his foot. foot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, the cunt still refuses to not wear socks. Because yeah. he doesn't want to get comfortable and have his kids go, Hey, Dad, what's that? <sighs> Never mind. Isn't that <laughs> funny that most people, like, even since I've been in Canberra, I've been in Canberra now for nearly 10 years. And, um, yeah, 10 years in January next year. And... um. I fucking have seen people that I used to hang out with, party with, serve drinks to, watch me, on their third kid. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Dude, yeah. So some dude that's like, you've signed his foot, has got kids old enough to read the the signature on his foot. (laughs) Old enough to tell me better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck. No, it's... It, it, it's so weird, man. Like, because obviously I've never grown up. Still the same rat bag I always was. But the constant. your friends growing up, like, none of us feel like grown ups. Even the ones with kids and a husband or a wife or whatever and a, a house and this whole fucking grown up life, they don't actually feel grown up. I'm just about spent with this fucking thing. How many times you got to relight the fucker? As many as it takes. Everyone that got mad the first time I lit it with a lighter gets to watch me do it fucking 40 other times. Yeah, huh? fuck all y'all. But yeah. It's no. your fucking cigar. Light it however you want. So how are you meant to light it? Off, off a match? 
Yeah, so well, you meant to like you meant to not get a short one like I did. You meant to get a like one that's a bit that's as long as the case. You fucking apparently you clip it, um, and then so this is uh, one thing. Fucking cigar one hundred and one for everybody, because I don't smoke cigarettes. I just occasionally will smoke a cigar. So and when they're as much as a, a pack of cigarettes. You fucking want to do it right. Make the most of it. So the end is round over like a fucking Vietnam leg. And you just clip. I know how to clip it. Yeah, so it's well, yeah, apparently. So you know to clip it short, but how do you light it? Well, you, you so, but for people that don't know, you, at the end, you're only meant to clip it as about as big as the end of a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when you light it, apparently, you light it apparently with a match. Try and evenly heat the whole fucking thing, but yeah. then what you shouldn't do, and what I fucked up, so like I'm trying to prove to everyone that I know what I'm actually doing. So fuck y'all. <laughs> um, don't ash it much. Let it fucking get the big old donkey dick on it. And when you ash it, you meant to just roll it, so you just yeah, and so it doesn't fucking tamper in the end or anything like that. But you know, fucking this one hasn't hasn't done that for me. But fuck it. And I found that when I started getting into nicer scotches. I love the nicer scotches. Now, I like my scotch with a couple of cubes of ice and just a dash of water. And people go, oh, no, you can't have your scotch that way. Like, mm. Well, I fucking can. Yep. I can have my scotch however the fuck I want to have my scotch. I can have my cigar however the fuck I want I to have my scotch. I paid for this monkey shoulder. I'm going to fucking drink it. Mate, it's, it's fucking it's money out of my bank account. How about you shut your fucking gronk head? <laughs> gronk, gronk is such a good fucking shut word. Shut your fucking gronk head and <laughs> let me do it how I want. <laughs> um... So tell you what, no one's ever more right than me in the stuff that I like. Yeah. If I like it this way, let me do it this way. Yeah. Shut your fucking gronk head. The, um, oh, scotch with a bit of water. That reminds me of another baso story. <laughs> Here we go. I'll make guava. Is good scotch, don't put ice in it. Okay, S- apparently 60-year-old fucking dude drinking fucking guava. Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah, Old mate that had a flip. That was the first week I worked there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite the baptism of fire. The baptism of fire was the first New Year's, dude. Like, I chugged through the whole year, but then the first New Year's was one of those New Year's where the capacity was only like 250 but the fucking line was out the door and down to the bus interchange. Uh, One of those lit sort of basement New Year's back in the day. I referred to fucking pre-COVID as back in the day the other day. This shit's getting real. I mean, to be fair... That was also a Twitter status of mine, if you follow me. Marky Comedy, you can't. Yeah, I don't even have Twitter, but yeah. follow him. <laughs> get Twitter, follow him. <laughs> if you don't get it, follow me, even if it's only one, yeah. I, dude... I just got Instagram. Yeah. And the only reason I got it is so I could call myself Wu Trent Clan. Follow Wu Trent Clan on Instagram. Don't. I don't do shit. <laughs> no, I'm tagging. <laughs> um, yeah, so- yeah, no, no. To be fair, this will be a thing. There will be a very, very clear pre-COVID world and a 
post-COVID world. It's a line in the sand, isn't it? Yeah, like, and like shit's just going to change, whether it's for the better or for the worst. It's going to change. That's just what it's going to be. Well, to be fair, man, my comedy nights went from 30 people pre-COVID, maybe 40, 50. Like, in that back room, 50 people will make the fucking place look like it's jumping. Yeah. I love that back room for that. And then straight after COVID, uh, lockdowns end. So, just during, during COVID, still like May 2020, they reopened the shows, dude. I'm getting 100 plus in the front room. So, that that's a big thing. Like... We all took so much shit for granted. Like, even just seeing your mates. Like, having... Apart from having to change a few jobs during COVID, mm. because couldn't work Do the job that I was working because nothing was coming out of China. We were relying on our stuff coming out of China. And, look, dude, I work at Better Music now. Yeah. That would not have happened without COVID. Shout out to Better Music. They're the ones... Um so they, they're, the, they're my unofficial sponsors of the show, actually. They supplied the, uh, the mics that we're using today and the, um, the boom arms that we use, the mics on the boom arms that we use in every other show and the first show I did with you. Yeah, nice. So they, they hooked me up with those. Um, and like, good crew, man. like any good fucking sponsors, didn't ask for shit in return. And I'm like, no, I want to do something for you. Like, give you a shout out, yeah. But yeah, so like, it'll be yeah. It's a clear cut line in the sand. Like it's it's. It is like I, I went to the shops on the way home before coming over here today, and someone stood a bit too close to me. Like, well, no, now I have an excuse for you to fuck off. Yeah. Like you know me, man, dude. I'm the huggiest motherfucker in the world. I I love hugging my mates. But if I don't know you, please keep six foot away from me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's this old interviewer scene with um, Ference. He's the drummer from Dark Throne. It's like a black metal. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they said to they said to him, uh, explain Norway to people that haven't been before. He says, and this this interview was done in the early two thousands. He goes, Norway is beautiful. Also, anywhere else in the world, people stand near you. In Norway, if you're waiting for the bus, people stand like a meter away. <laughs> it's like, nice. that's what makes it the happiest country in the fucking world. Yeah, all right, we'll wrap up with that fucking last story. So, I don't, I don't fuck it. It's a closer. This is our closer. It might not be the strong one. It's closer. But the, fuck, the closer is, yeah, old mate with a guava. Let's finish that up. So he came in. He was doing all right. Mind you, I'm a fucking fan of guava. Like, if I'm gonna have one drink, that that's the the thing. Really? If I'm yeah, fair enough. Like a Scotch liqueur, dude. Like, like I'm not gonna have a beer, but I'll have a Scotch liqueur. You know, on ice. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I'll just say. Do cocktails count? 
Mm, uh, maybe, yeah. Like, I, if, if I had a choice is of a it, cocktail, but maybe. It, is it only liqueurs? If you had to choose one brown or, or clear spirit to put on the rocks as your one drink. As my one drink? Because I was going to say, do cocktails drink? Yeah. If I could only have one drink, I would have one delicious... Um, Pina Colada. Pina Colada. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Lovely. But, okay. So, one drink on the rocks... And I only get the one. I'd probably smash 17 Jager bombs. (laughs) 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 Yeah, is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, in one glass. So it's still one drink, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Ordering. It turns out it was the Red Bull that di- I didn't like in the Jaeger bombs. Jaeger's fucking fine. No, to be fair, Jaeger's also fucking rank. <laughs> <laughs> and you combine them, they're also like it's rank on top of rank. Like, I, I, Do don't they, I don't know why I ever thought this was a good idea. Yeah. It's never been yeah. a good idea. Two ranks don't make a right. <laughs> <laughs> Two right. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, old mates come in. And he, so this is very, very early days. Uh, Lucy was still working there. Yeah, because when, when, Lucy, when Lucy left, I got her name tag because they didn't want to reprint another one. Let's <laughs> start all over your fucking Yeah, dude, I, I fucking, so I, don't worry. <laughs> um, I, um. Yeah, so while I was working there, dude, I was Lucy because I had a fucking name tag. I no one had Lucy. No, they didn't need the name tag anymore, and I didn't have one. So I was like, "Yeah, hey, you're Lucy now." <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that'll be you guys. Yeah, so he's come in, and apparently he was drinking these things on the rocks all night, and it got to a point where he turned a bit too Scottish. Mm. Well, and, didn't want to pay for him. and Lucy served him one on the rocks, and he, he just went. Here we go. Ah, oh, you don't fucking, you don't serve this shit to me on the rocks. I oh, know. He just he just went full Scottish, and flipped it, and then you're Scottish too, aren't you? A little bit Welsh. I think mostly Scottish and Welsh. Yeah. I don't really know, but judging by my colouring. Probably don't have very much Samoan in me. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would just assume I'm from there or thereabouts. <laughs> For those of you trying to pirate this episode. <laughs> Fucking stop, cunt. <laughs> Can you at least time it a bit better? So I'm not having a sip. Timing is you everything. Yeah, so anyway, he, um, he got his back up a little bit, and he shut a door, and didn't he shut that fucking door? <laughs> Bent the frame. He wasn't a big cunt too, either. No, but Scotsmen don't need to be big. Like, they're scary, man. Like the, I would take a fucking, not take. Well, to do that, but you don't I, 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 I would rather stand in front of a six foot Tongan than a five foot four Scotsman. Mm. 
It's not going to go well for me either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least one of them will feel bad when he kicks the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking do right, cunt. <laughs> yeah. The other one will just fucking like it. And brag about it for the rest of his fucking days, you dog cunt. Dude, that's like... this. One of the biggest Tongans I ever seen came into the bar only, only this year, towards the start of the year, with this other bloke, the fucking gnarly dude. He had like a gold tooth and shit, like. I know him. You know him? Yeah. Tell him he left his beanie behind. <laughs> because he walked out and left his beanie at the bar. So there's this beanie there in the lost and found that says Tonga on it. Dude, and I am fucking shit scared to throw that fucking thing out, dude. Because I know that somewhere, someplace, there's a gold tooth tonga. <laughs> as we're hitting into the colder months without his fucking beanie, dude. All right. Last story, mm. and then we're calling it. Beauty. I'll tell you a story that you haven't even heard a poof length about. I can't say a poof length. <laughs> You haven't heard a thing about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it must have been 2019. It was uh, a State of Origin Game 2. Yeah, it must have been 19. So we've watched the game, and then... Oh, no, scene missing, and then we decided to go to the Raiders. <laughs> I so, like all the scene missings. So many scenes missing. You get that with a big job, yeah. So I'm there with my mates, and they're all these little fucking skinny, nerdy things that I just made mates with that night. Yeah. And then this big fucking... Oof, Tongan with a mullet comes in and he's clearly the leader of his pack and I'm the leader of my pack and even though my pack's you know fucking yeah. even the captain of a sinking would, ship wouldn't weigh 40 kilos with two bricks in their pocket yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> even the captain of a sinking ship's still a captain though so fuck it yeah you're representing so it's saying good day, saying good day, and, and we're having the best time. And then all of a sudden, he just goes, and then, and just belts me. Like, cost me a sweet one. And my head webs. And, you know what, have you ever been knocked out? I've, I've been hit, I've not been knocked out. So I got knocked out. Three and oh. But, but it was. <laughs> But it was a flat, but, <laughs> but it was a flash knockout. So when you get knocked out, like everything goes white. Yeah. Everything flashes white. <sighs> but look, it was just a flash knockout. So I sort of stumbled at the deer legs. <laughs> Your gone. shoes didn't stay where you were yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't start snoring. You've seen the USC. They start snoring. Yeah. Oh no no, didn't knock me down. Yeah, but, but you. Just, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, you just know some cunt's knocked out hard when he starts snoring instantly. Fucking gold. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> and so he's done that. And we don't get me wrong, like, we were having a great time. We were hanging out all night. And I 
think I might have started going us too much. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, how you doing, us? Oh, us? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You just fucking around. Yeah, yeah. And he, he knocks me. Ow. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> and I was happy with my reaction. Like, Ow, that really hurt. <laughs> Why would you do that? I thought we were friends. <laughs> Meanwhile, all these friends are going, Oh, I've never <laughs> seen someone take a punch from this guy. And, oh, you're the toughest guy in the world. Oh, like, I've never, I <laughs> didn't throw a punch the whole time. I'm like, Ow. <laughs> Oh, man, that really hurt. It's like when your dog bites you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hurt him, but you're just going to tell him not to do it again. Yeah, so I'm going, ow, and then and I'm looking in his eyes, and he's like, because obviously every time he punches someone, they just get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this cunt took the punch. And I'm like, yeah, you're the dumbest gun in the world. like, Really? I'm tough for taking a punch? <laughs> don't feel like I want to make a reputation for this, eh? <laughs> you don't want to be the stone from the sword and the stone that everyone tries to pull out? <laughs> yeah, I want to be the sword. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's the last story. Fucking, thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoy the fucking new setting. If you enjoy watching the shed episodes where I smoke a fucking cigar and have a drink instead of the usual formal settings, make sure you let me know in the comments below. Or if you um, are listening to the audio edition, um, first of all, sorry for the clipping. And second of all, um, that's I can't help but feel partially responsible for it in this case. But um, second of all, it's definitely your fault. You can uh, email me at markyworthingtoncomedy <laughs> at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for fucking tuning in. And uh, I'll catch catch you on the next one. Uh, make sure you uh, go over and fucking check out what is it Wu Tang Wu Tang Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, there we at go. At Instagram, <laughs> build up some of the following that he'll never see. Also, I don't do it because I've got no idea how I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So fucking thanks for listening, and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Cheers, legends. Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yeah, some, yeah right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shamed for shit all day. <laughs> Don't blow Turn it. into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> You'll get We're here to Keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks. All right.